It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Now, here's your host, certified franchise consultant, Pamela Curry. Hello, this is Pamela Curry, the host of Franchise Business Radio. The Franchise Business Radio Show's mission is to have a platform to bring business professionals together to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. As always, I'd like to say thank you to our sponsors and thank you to our guests. Uh, we are going to have a very educational show for our listeners today. Uh, I would like to welcome our guests. We have on the show, Henry Lee, owner of Always Best Care in St. George, Utah. Welcome, Henry. Hey, Pam. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And we also have Jason Weeder, VP of Franchise Development of Always Best Care. Great to have you on the show, Jason. Thanks, Pamela. Thanks for having me. Take care. Absolutely. Uh, Let's go ahead and dive into things. I'd like to share with our listeners, Henry, a little bit about you. As you know, I was very excited to have you on the show. You and I had a chance to work together as you were going through the process of franchise selection. Uh, A little bit about you. Uh, Henry Lee is the owner of Always Best Care St. George, Utah. Uh, Henry's background is in commercial real estate, owning and operating um, apartment communities in Northern California. Got a little California edge going on here. In addition, he bought, ran, and sold a laundry facility in Oakland, California while completing his MBA at the University of San Francisco. And prior to that, Henry worked at several tech and media startups in the Bay Area. I'd also like to go ahead and say congratulations, Henry. Congratulations because you have already won the Best of Southern Utah Award under your first year of operating as an Always Best Care franchisee. Congrats on that. Thank you. Uh, Henry's goal is to scale Always Best Care to Northern Utah and beyond. Uh, He definitely credits his wife, Julie, and mother who also work in the business and they're fantastic caregivers for their steady growth. Uh, Henry's long-term goal is to continue investing and scaling the the hard-to-disrupt industry verticals such as senior care, real estate, and even food. Uh, So welcome, Henry. We're going to be diving into things. So great to have you on the Franchise Business Radio Show. What I'm really excited about for our listeners to hear is about your journey to franchise business ownership and how you use my franchise consulting services to help navigate the process for your franchise selection. And secondly, the chance to share your experience as an always best care franchisee. I think a good starting point is, is what made you decide that you wanted to become a franchise business owner? Yeah, sure. So for us, it's about not reinventing the wheel. And um, that's one of the reasons that we chose um, the Always Best Care franchise or just a franchise model in general. Um, you know, our background in healthcare is very limited, um, minus my mother, who was a caregiver for several years. Uh, my background is in commercial real estate, and my wife's background is in finance. So, you know, we didn't have uh, a direct experience in senior care up until we. Um, join Always Best Care. 
And, um, you know, we, we read about an, uh, a different franchisee who was actually advertising here in St. George, Utah, looking for uh, franchisees to open a location. And that's when, you know, I started doing my due diligence and I found uh, you, Ken. And um, the beauty of it was uh, we, I think we had some blind spots uh, going into um, the interview process for that company. And you're able to kind of, you know, see our strengths and weaknesses and, you know, play, play with that. And um, I think just having that, um, you know, third party uh, viewpoint really helps a lot in choosing the company that was right for us. And ultimately, that's why we chose Always Best Care. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, I know it's been, gosh, it was about a year ago when we started working together. Uh, would you mind sharing your experience and what you recall when we partnered together uh, to help you know, find the right franchise brand that did align for you? You have any sure. call memories? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it seems like ages ago, especially with. I know. <laughs> so, um, I do Filling out, you know, questionnaires and kind of just um, finding out what our personality strengths and weaknesses are. And I think, you know, um, in retrospect, that was a, a very important step in the process. Um, so I, I remember you uh, making those connections since you already have those established, you know, connections. We're not starting from the ground up. So it just made, you know, the, the interview process a lot smoother. And we're also um, able to view the FTDs and, and review them with, with our attorneys and, you know, make a decision from there. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I like to say it's all about alignment. You know, we need to align with you as an operator. We need to align with your investment budget. We need to align with your market opportunity. Uh, there are tangibles and intangibles. We want to align with the culture. You know, it's the right culture for you. So there's a lot of things to take into to consideration. Uh, just generally speaking, uh, if you were going to give advice to some listeners, any additional value points that you think there is in working with a franchise consultant like myself? Yeah, you know, I, I'd tell the viewers on the show that um, having a consultant is kind of like a, a matchmaker. So you mm-hmm. don't uh, marry the first, you know, the first person you go on a date with. So <laughs> The same concept, but in business, you know. Um, so you know, that that adds just a tremendous value. And you, you know, you might not see it at first because you know, from from our point of view, we're so invested in in a different company. And um, you know, up until we we spoke to you and um, the management team at ABC, and that's when we kind of started looking at you know. A different avenue. So, you know, think of it as a business matchmaker. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh, so, let's talk a little bit about your specific experience. Uh, you kind of mentioned something about your mom being a character caretaker, but was there anything else that made you want to franchise in the senior care industry? Uh, could you talk to us about the demand for growth within the senior care industry? Uh, Give us a little intel there. Yeah, sure. So upon doing my research, I read somewhere in AAR, uh, article by ARP that uh, there's 10,000 people every day that turn 65. So that's a lot of um, um, that's a lot of people to serve. Yeah. Um, personally, my, my dad's in his 80s. So I, unknowingly, I've, I've also been a caretaker. 
Um, so, you know, I think those, those, those factors, uh, it, it's very personal for us. You know, it's a, it's a family business. I think that that makes that dynamic very unique. Um, so, and, and just reading further and, and just exploring, you know, the, the whole uh, senior care segment, there's just so much opportunity and so much yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those businesses that you feel good at the end of the day. Uh, that you're helping a lot of people, you know, you're not, as I'd like to say, we're not reselling, you know, saturated fat and sugar. So, you mm-hmm. know, we're actually helping um, people in their day. So uh, it's very rewarding for, from that standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a, it's the unit economics work, but it's a heart business, no doubt about it. Uh, now, like you said, there's a significant amount of demand out there. Uh, and for that reason, there are quite a few franchise brands in the senior care sector. Uh, could you talk to us a little bit about the due diligence that you did and the cross-referencing of those franchise business models for yourself? Sure. I think reviewing the FDD is definitely important, kind of looking at the overall health of a corporate company itself. Um, making sure that you know, they're not taking on too much debt and also knowing what the company's long-term plan is. So, you know, either to go public or, you know, they just plan to sell you know, the company as whole. Well. So it's very important that you have that alignment, especially, you know, going into this, you know, you, you have to ask yourself, what's your, what's your five, 10, 20 year plan? Um, and mm-hmm. I think that line with, with the corporate's plan as well. Um, other than that, well, you know, what really swayed us to go with all this best care is just how nice the other owners were. Um, it, it just, you know, blew us away when we were calling doing the due diligence. You know, I, you know, at first I was like, oh, this is too good to be true. And it, we took it as a very good sign that if the owners are happy, that they're happy with the business, that they're happy with the, with the management. Um, you know, versus some of the other companies that I couldn't even get a hold of um, some of the owners that they refer. So I think just those two, um, you know, ha- having talking to the owners themselves, so see, see how satisfied um, they are with the company and also making sure corporate itself is aligned with different plans. Absolutely. That validation step of being able to talk to your fellow franchisees, uh, the opportunity to make sure you're to your point, you've got the same vision, the right you know, 5, 10, 20 year plan in alignment with the franchisor as well. Uh, definitely part of the due diligence. Uh, now, admittedly so, and uh, you opened during a challenging time and uh, COVID, as we know it, the COVID pandemic. Talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges you faced regarding that. Yeah, I would say um, it, overall scare. Of, of the pandemic, um, we figured that we if we started we started in July, opened our doors in August of last year, so we were at peak pandemic. Um, I think it's just the overall, um, you know, media scare and, and, and you know the, it, and the realities of, of people getting sick and dying. But we kind of view it as if you know if we can survive this, it's only us from here. So you know, it, it didn't scare us at all. But I think some of the challenges were, you know, the lockdowns and we've been fortunate enough to be in, in Southern Utah where uh, the lockdowns were, I would say, you know, limited compared to some of the other 
states, you know, California, Illinois, New York. Um, so, you know, we kind of, I would say we kind of lucked out. So it really depends on what the state, um, you know, government as far as, uh, you know, their lockdowns and restrictions. But for us, it was kind of business as usual, fortunately. And uh, we were able to grow um, pretty steadily um, during COVID just because a lot of uh, seniors, you know, prefer to stay at home. And, um, you know, there, there are outbreaks at, you know, facilities and rehab centers. So, you know, we, we, we took advantage uh, of that. Um, and, and I would say, you know, it, it seems like a scary environment, but the timing is, is it's never really perfect. You know, we can't really wait for, um, especially with a perfect environment. Uh, so I think it was just a story. Oh, well said. Well said. It's uh, I, I kind of like to say if you got 80% of things in place, it's time to move forward. You can't wait for that perfect environment. It, does, it doesn't exist. Challenges will come as any business owner. It's just knowing how to manage to it. Um, and this was unprecedented time. So I'm happy that, like you said, you're in the, in, in the right state and managed to it well. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I'd like to kind of take this to a positive note, which is very exciting uh, for me to hear and see, is share about your growth and just the positive momentum that you've been having as a company. Yeah, overall, we're very, very happy with our growth. And it's been steady. We're, we're uh, exceeding our, our metrics. So uh, very happy with that growth. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's a lot to take in at first. You know, you know now we have a staff of, uh, I think, 37 caregivers. And, wow. And you in the office as well. Uh, so it's, it's always a learning curve, you know, month after month. I feel like it's, you know, you're always learning something new. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, with that growth comes with you know, you know, now we're planning to expand to more of Utah and take, take advantage of the, uh, the growth over there as well. So, yeah, I was just going to ask, what's next, right? Let's so see, you've got you've got some um, you've got a big vision here. Yeah, and and uh, I think Jason will talk more about this. I've, I've been bugging him since day one about um, other territories, so. Um, I think, you know, it's important to go into this as a long-term plan. Um, and um, just with, with the growth, I mean, we, we've been very fortunate with the growth here in Southern Utah. Um, you know, a lot of California, those are just, you know, finding out about this little gem of a, of a city. So it, it's, it, it's, it's becoming more like, um, I guess, like a Palm Springs. So it's a retirement oh. place. Uh, a lot of facilities are popping up. Um, really, you know, uh, big and luxurious facilities are, are are being built. So you know, we're we're just we're just riding that growth. Love it. I love it. Well, congratulations. Thank you for sharing. And uh, we'll go ahead. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you like those stories. <laughs> And let's go, Jason. Uh, I'd like to share, uh, you know, with our listeners a little bit about you and your background. Uh, Jason Weeder uh, joined Always Best Care as Vice President of Franchise Development in March of 2018. Uh, and Jason has 16 years of franchise development experience, 15 of those in the senior care industry. 
Uh, prior to joining Always Best Care, uh, Jason was Vice President of Franchise Development for Brain Balance Achievement Centers in Wal- Walnut Creek, California. And prior to that, was Chief Operating Officer and Vice President of Franchise Development for A Right Place for Seniors, uh, also in California. Uh, and actually, from October 2005 to February 2015, uh, Jason, you were Vice President of uh, Franchise Development for Senior Helpers in Townsend, Maryland. Uh, and you actually helped grow that company from three franchisees to 275 franchisees. That's a huge accomplishment. Uh, so congratulations on that. Obviously, Jason, you have deep, deep experience in the franchise system, um, especially on the development side and specifically in the senior care sector. Uh, would you please share with our listeners about the senior care market. You've been doing it for a long time. What have you seen? What are you projecting? All that good stuff. Definitely. Thank you for the introduction. And uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I've been in the senior care industry since 2005. I was actually introduced to the senior care industry by my mom, who was running another competitor back in, I think it was 2002 or 2001. And so she was a nurse running that company. And She's the one that introduced me and how I became familiar with, with in-home care, which back in 2005, the, uh, the industry was still fairly unknown. So the awareness for the industry wasn't really there. People didn't know that they could hire a caregiver and bring them into the home. They still thought that they had to take them to the uh, nursing homes and, and things like that. So lo and behold, <laughs> 16 years later, the industry has grown up. You know, I, I look at it as, you know, when I got in the industry in 2005, it was like preschool for the industry. Mm-hmm. And now it's like in its high school days. It's, you know, people are knowing what it's about. It's, it's up and there's still a lot of room for growth. And so, you know, a lot of the numbers and Henry pointed out some of the numbers, the 10,000 people a day turning 65. Well, those are baby boomers. Those baby boomers aren't even in our our sweet spot yet. They're not even old enough for us to take care of them. So so it's like, you know, we have um, the people we take care of are somewhere around 80 years old. Um, So that whole wave is still coming. And so it's exciting. I um, am still here because I see the growth and I know that there's a long room and a long way to. I would agree with you. There's going to be plenty of market demand, plenty of room for growth. Uh, so for someone who is interested in, you know, becoming a franchisee, becoming part of this growth, uh, you know, what, I mean, who do you think is a good fit to become a franchisee for this type of business model? So there's there's a couple of things here. So Usually when somebody comes in to the system, they come from either a strong sales background or a strong operations background, Mm -hmm. and they'll hire that other person because you need two people to run this business. Mm -hmm. So if they're operations, they're going to hire a salesperson. If they're a salesperson, they hire operations. Now, sales in this industry is is something different than what you think of selling trinkets and stuff. It's it's a lot about raising awareness and, and, um, and talking to people and letting them know that you're out there doing the business. Um, but I would say a lot of the people that have been successful came from the corporate world, uh, might, might be burned out on corporate uh, and are looking for something to give back to the communities. 
doing something that feels good because this is a feel good business. You're doing something great in the community. And um, those are the people that I see do very well, you know, that are, um, you know, somebody just looking to do something different and, and, and excited about helping people. Yeah. Um, I want to hit on something that we actually talked about with Henry as well. And uh, cause as a franchise consultant, I frequently get asked, uh, hey, do you have any businesses that are Amazon-proof, recession-resistant? And, of course, now I'm hearing essential. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, talk to us about the business, business model and how it checks some of those boxes, specifically the recession-resistant box. So, I mean, it's I've been through now, I guess, Two recession because <laughs> if we count 2008, yeah, we'll do that to you. Yes. Uh-huh. 2007, 2008, I guess this last one here, but um, I've seen the senior care industry continue growth and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a slow and steady growth. It's not a growth where you're just going to be, you know, open the doors and all of a sudden you're a millionaire. You know, it's yep. a build your business. It's slow and steady. It's the turtle versus the hare. Senior care is the turtle. Eventually we win, but it's slow and you got to, you know, it's methodically built and um, it's a great business for that. And it's recurring revenue. So um, it's, it's an industry that has done well during recession and well during a pandemic. And there, yes, there are things that you need to do different and there might be some twists and turns here and there, but it's uh, it's an industry that's needed, always will be needed. There, there's, Mm -hmm. You know, there's more and more people that need help. You know, there's more, as Henry mentioned, there's more assisted living buildings going up, you know, all over the place and they're not building them fast enough. So, Right. right. Interesting. So I, I just from an educational standpoint, uh, in your opinion, what is it that a franchisor can do? You have a lot of experience, uh, obviously, not only in the senior sector, but in franchising in general. What is it that a franchisor can do to put a franchisee in a strong position for success? It's There's a lot of things. So the the it starts even before they become a franchisee. Like when Henry started talking with franchise owners, going through the validation and understanding the support that they're going to receive. So they understand what the expectations are becoming a franchisee. Once they become a franchisee, there's um, we have, you know, checklists of things to do to get their business off the ground. And, and they have to be dedicated to doing that because I equate this to uh, an airplane. And if you're not going fast enough and you don't build that, that base, um, you won't get that airplane off the ground. And so we're here to help get that airplane off the ground, so to speak, and and get that checklist going, provide the training, provide not only um, training here at our corporate office, um, but also in person, uh, and then continue with ongoing training, which we do via webinars. Um, We do similar to what we're doing right now. And um, and then just helping and and brainstorming and figuring out how to help grow their business. Because Every owner, I don't care what business they're in, hits a wall at some point. And I think good the good franchisors are the ones that are helping their franchisees get over that wall. Mm-hmm. Collaboration. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what advice would you give to someone who's considering you know, becoming a franchise owner? 
And it doesn't have to be with always best care. Just, I mean, just with your background, always best care generally. Any, yeah. any advice? Yeah. And, well, in general, I'd say um, if you're going to go with the franchise, follow the system. <laughs> I mean, it sounds yes. elementary, but follow yes. the system. You don't need to create anything outside of the box. We're giving you everything you need to help grow your business. Now, you know, what works in St. George, Utah might not work in California. So there are little spins that you put to the business, but there's the general um, business, let's call it business inside of a box, you know, that we're giving you follow that. And, and you have a better opportunity to succeed once you follow the system, because we, we have it, it's proven. And so you don't need to get creative with it. Um, too creative. You can get a little creative, but not too creative with it. Yeah, I follow you. Great advice. Uh, well, in closing, I, I guess I, I open this up to both of you. Uh, Henry, any additional thoughts or advice that you would like to give? Yeah, um, just to kind of expand on what, what Jason said, you know, um, the franchise will provide that template and all you have to do is follow it, but it is a franchise. Um, we're still, you know, individual businesses at the end of the day. And there's a lot of different factors that affect that, like the location, and, you know, it all comes down to effort and hard work. Work out there. by the template, but you still, exactly. Yeah, you still have to, um, you know, make that push. And um, you know, also, you know, I want to reiterate that, you know, I couldn't have done this with without... Um, the help of uh, my wife and mother. I think they, they bring something definitely unique to the table. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of opened the doors and, and looked at the financials and all that. But, you know, um, my wife was the one who's, who's talking to the caregivers and it shows that she really cared. Same, same for my mother. Mm-hmm. So I credit. Makes sense. Makes sense. Thank you. Uh, any, any upcoming events that you guys need to announce or anything happening that you want to share, kind of putting you on the spot? If not, that's okay. No? Nothing nothing big over here. No, no. We've, just, keep, uh, yeah. just keeping on that treadmill. All right. Okay. Bringing in new franchisees. We actually just added a new franchisee in Austin today, in Austin, Texas. So Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, thank you. It's a good market, too. So we have a lot of good markets available around the United States and a lot of metro markets, surprisingly, for being, a, you know, we have 215 franchises around the United States. It's uh, pretty surprising that we still have as much territory as we do. So um, we're excited. We, we've been growing great for, you know, the last three to four years, and we're continuing that growth through, you know, the next three to four years. So. Yep. That's, that's a good position to be in, right? We like growth over downsizing. Uh, well, I just want to say thank you uh, to both of you. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, Jason. Uh, I appreciate you sharing and providing all this great insight. Uh, obviously, this is Pamela Curry, uh, the host of Franchise Business Radio Show. I'm a certified franchise consultant, and I do specialize in helping individuals like Henry uh, who are considering franchise ownership, helping them navigate those waters of franchise selection and be effective in doing their due diligence, because the goal is to make sure uh, that anyone who's considering a franchise, whether it's in in in-home care or in another sector, that they're making an educated and informed decision, uh, and that they're really finding something that aligns for them. So uh, again, uh, this is Pamela Curry. 
host of the Franchise Business Radio Show, Franchise Consultant, signing off. Uh, And thanks so much, Jason and Henry. You have a, a great rest of your day. Thank you, Pamela. You too. Thank you again for joining Pamela Curry and her guests for the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com. Dot com.